Hello and welcome to the C21 podcast. My name's Jonathan Webdale. Coming up in this week's episode... I want you to remember something, okay? I will always love you because we're the same. The serial killer known as the surgeon may finally be behind bars. The NYPD has arrested Dr. Martin Whitley in connection with at least 23 murders. Chris Fedak and Sam Sclaver, co-creators of Prodigal Son, talk about their new Fox serial killer thriller starring Michael Sheen. And... I'm home! My dad. TV's mine! My mom. Dinner time! Fine, I'll eat the way I'll die! Sony Pictures Entertainment President of Worldwide Distribution Keith Legoy discusses the studio's new crop of US broadcast pickups plus international buyers' shifting attitudes towards stateside fare. That's all coming up in a moment, but first a rundown of some of the news from C21 Media this week. Red Arrow Studios owned Half Yard Productions in the US appointed former History Executive Vice President and General Manager Dirk Hoogstra as its new Executive VP of Development. Hoogstra will work with the company's recently promoted Chief Creative Officer Nicole Sorrenti and Vice President of Development Matt Ayres. ABC Australia named Libby Doherty its new head of children's production, responsible for commissioning over 350 hours of content annually across the public broadcaster's two kids' channels. She steps up following the promotion of Michael Carrington to director of entertainment and specialist. ITV head of entertainment commissioning Siobhan Green stepped down at the UK commercial broadcaster to start her own company, 110% Productions, alongside former ITV Studios Managing Director and Hattrick Productions Chief Denise O'Donoghue. Katie Rawcliffe, currently Creative Director in ITV Studios Entertainment, has been appointed to succeed Green from September. Nordisk Film TV alumnus Lars Finland was appointed Managing Director of ITV Studios Norway, taking up the role previously held by Hans Engholm, who stepped down in 2017 and was recently named Managing Director of the Scandinavian Content Group. Wolf Hall producer Company Pictures appointed Carnival Films Executive Producer Richard Fell as its new Head of Drama and bolstered its development team with the addition of BBC and Pulse Films execs Lucy Rafferty and Josephine Davies. NBC Universal International promoted Chief Marketing Officer Lee Rafferty to the new role of MD for Europe, Middle East and Africa as part of a revamp of its channel's operations that will also result in the departure of Leonor Grandsire, Managing Director of Networks for Southern Europe. Entertainment One denied reports that President Mark Gordon is set to leave the firm. The Peppa Pig parent maintained Gordon, who became boss of E1's film and TV division 18 months ago, is staying on. But the suggestion is his role will shift to become more creative focused, with former CAA agent Peter Michelli taking over operational responsibilities. For more on this and hundreds of other stories from the international TV business, visit c21media.net. Prodigal Sum was among the new series greenlit by US network Fox at its recent upfronts and was among the shows being offered to buyers at the subsequent LA screenings. Described by co-creators Chris Fedak and Sam Sclaver as a twisted family drama, the series stars Michael Sheen and Tom Paine as a convicted serial killer and his son who grows up to become an investigator of such crimes. 
The series is produced by Warner Brothers Television and Greg Belanti Productions, and C21 editorial director Ed Waller sat down with Fedak and Sklaver on the Warner lot to hear more about it. Prodigal Son is a twisted family drama, and it's also about solving murder. It's about uh, Malcolm Bright, who's a brilliant, smart, charming, but a little dark, a little strange um, guy who um, has a real gift for figuring out murders. And the reason he has this gift is because his father was a famous serial killer himself. And so, Bright's an odd duck, um, but he's a lot of fun, and we're gonna have a lot of fun watching him uh, run around New York City solving crimes. We wanted to do something that was fun and exciting and disturbing and dark, and also a family drama. But it was always designed with a network in mind, and uh, we really found a great partner in Fox. So, we went to Warner Brothers, we you know, pitched them in the idea, um, and, uh, and Fox was the perfect partner. Even before we went to Fox, where we knew we wanted to be, we also knew that Greg Berlanti is someone who, if you're going to do family and you're going to do soap and you also want to make it action and fun, he was the guy we picked first when we had this idea. And uh, Greg and his whole, Sarah Schechter is president of Greg Berlanti Productions, they were just right on board from the beginning. And uh, Fox was the place we were going to put it to, because Fox is really the the station that could push the envelope the most. I think our cast responded to the fact that it had a very interesting tone. The show is dark and edgy, but it also has a sense of humor. That all the characters in our show have like developed, you know, an ability to look at the world in their own twisted way, and in some ways try to find the light, try to find the funny. And I think everybody responded to that because there's just nothing else like that on TV. And and then they also had the family side of the show. I think people love a twisted family story and could see the opportunity for how we're going to come back to those shows. So, yeah, but in the end, it's like Bellamy Young, Michael Sheen, Tom Payne. Well, Lou Diamond Phillips, Lou Diamond we Phillips. haven't even talked about. Lou Diamond Phillips is playing this great role of he is our, our central character. His father's a serial killer, but there's a good father in his life, too. Gil Arroyo, played by Lou Diamond Phillips, who is an NYPD detective. And with Gil, Bright will be solving cases every week. And, that's actually making him better, while we have another side to our show where his real father, Dr. Whitley, the surgeon, the serial killer, is making his life a lot worse. And, and that's, that meatiness is what we're excited for. Each episode will have a closed-ended story, so we'll have a case of the week that our team has to solve. So that's the, just, that speaks to the fun thing that we love. We see the show as Sherlock Freud. It's like Sprite trying to figure out something twisty. It's all about motive. It's all about psychology. It's all about those things that you know, we love to delve into. What we like is we want it to feel like a thriller every week, but like any really good thriller, we want to have humor in it, where you're at the edge of your seat and you're scared and you're scared and you're scared and then you laugh. And that can just make you more scared and more tense and more on the edge of your seat. So we have these moments like in our pilot where Bright has to chop a man's arm off to save his life and we're kind of calling those what the fuck moments. And we kind of want to have at least two or three of those every episode along with some great jokes to tell and some really good jump scares. Like we, we keep thinking about it like a really great roller coaster ride where you have to go up slowly and then you have to go down and you have to go around and we're, we're really pushing ourselves to keep that so every week it feels like we're watching a thriller. Chris Fedak and Sam Sclaver talking to C21's Ed Waller. That's a small extract from a C21 TV video interview you can watch on our site right now in full. You can also watch another with Sony Pictures Entertainment President of Worldwide Distribution Keith Legoy, also conducted in LA, but here are some excerpts from that. The upfronts was fantastic. Um, I think a couple of things. One, an unprecedented um, sort of conversion rate um, of our new pilots to series. 
Uh, we had six pilots, four of them got picked up to series. Almost more important and more impressive uh, was the retention rate of our existing shows. Um, so every single one of our existing broadcast shows was renewed, uh, which is really unprecedented in terms, of, in terms of that happening, given the competitive nature of the environment we're in. And I think that what that allows us all to have a lot of confidence in, and particularly as buyers come to look at new shows, and they start to say, okay, this looks great, but is it going to go the distance? Because in the end of the day, everybody who makes an investment in content assets wants to know that those assets have a really good chance of delivering a return in the long term. And if we can compete and win here, then we believe very strongly that we can compete and win around the globe. Um, something that we've been able to do with The Good Doctor, uh, with SWAT, with the Goldbergs on the broadcast side, obviously Outlander, uh, Breaking Bad, Better Call Saul, Preacher on the cable side, uh, and shows like The Crown um, on the streaming side. So we have a very good track record uh, of building shows that can compete and that can win and that become significant assets for our partners here and our partners around the world to allow them to drive their businesses forward and achieve the objectives that they have. We have a range of shows that we're going to be presenting. Um, I guess the four that you're going to ask about the most are the four broadcast shows that were announced at the, at the upfronts. Um, so two dramas and two comedies. Um, the two dramas, one is for NBC, which is called Lincoln. Uh, it's a show that's based on the Bone Collector series of novels and the, and the hit movie. Um, and it is, in many ways, um, a return to what broadcast television does best, which is a crime procedural, but a crime procedural with a twist. We're looking to reinvent the crime procedural in the way that the good doctor reinvented the medical procedural a couple of years ago. And I think, I think that the thing that we've certainly done, and I think the thing that's attracted the broadcast networks to our shows this year, everybody has, for the last few years, since cable became a thing, um, and, you know, cable shows are winning Emmys and we're dominating a lot of the cultural conversation. And I think broadcast networks were trying to figure out how do we, how do we move where the audiences is, is, are moving. Um, and a lot of it was focused perhaps on serialization. And actually, I think what we've done this year is to take the best of what cable shows do, which is to make it about character and about characters. Because viewers engage with characters. They follow characters. They, they become loyal to characters. Um, and so what you've got is the storytelling dynamic, which is uh, the cadence, which is a very procedural cadence, uh, in the case of both Lincoln and For Life. Um, but what you've got is the depth of character that the best cable shows bring to them. And I think that's certainly the case when we look at the characters in Lincoln. It's the case when we look at the characters in For Life, um, which, is, which is nuanced, complex, interesting characters whose journeys aren't simple, um, whose challenges are great, but whose desire to overcome those challenges and prevail is tremendous and appealing and engaging. And I think that's what's going to get viewers hooked on these shows. On the comedy side, um, I think, again, what broadcasters are doing now is going back to what broadcast does really, really well, um, which is sitcoms with heart, with humor, uh, very relatable, very family-oriented situations, not trying to be too clever, but just really deliver something that, you know, is exactly what it says on the tin. Um, we've had a lot of success with the Goldbergs uh, around the world and, and for many years, um, and, and both indebted 
and United We Fall. Indebted uh, is a sitcom on NBC, uh, United We Fall on ABC. And again, they are both shows that talk with, with heart and with love, but with a lot of humor um, about you know, some of the trials and tribulations that we all face in everyday situations, uh, dealing with the best and worst aspects of our families um, and, and the messy, chaotic, but incredible uh, lives that people lead in trying to deal with the challenges of parenting your kids, parenting your parents, uh, maintaining relationships with each other, and some semblance of order in the middle of all of that chaos. Um, I mean, I know it myself. I think a lot of our buyers know it themselves, and certainly our viewers know for themselves that everyday life is not easy, um, but it's incredibly rewarding, and I think that's the world that we're portraying with our sitcoms. Um, I think what's happening and what we're seeing is that the demand is more selective in terms of people aren't coming to buy 10 shows. Maybe 10 years ago that was the case. Uh, now people are really looking for that one or two signature properties that are going to really be the things that enhance and drive their business forward. And with those properties, what they're looking to be able to secure um, is a, a suite of rights that are going to allow them to really use the content in a much more 360 degree type manner. And I think that, you know, again, that's the opportunity for us. We've never been the biggest volume producer. Our, our sort of goal has always been produce the highest quality. So a couple of years ago, again, we didn't have a lot of shows, but we had The Good Doctor and we had SWAT that went on to become, you know, massive global hits around the world. Uh, and we feel very confident when we look at this year's uh, portfolio of shows that we've got the goods there that are going to become um, you know, huge global hits. They're going to power our clients and partners' businesses around the world for many years to come. Keith Legoy from Sony Pictures. For more in-depth thoughts from him and an array of other US studio execs on the changes sweeping Hollywood right now, as well as analysis of all the new full season shows and overseas buyers' reactions, get your copy of the C21 Pro 2019 US Programming Trends Report, available on our site right now. That's all for this week's episode, but remember to stay up to date with all the latest international TV industry news by following C21 online, on Twitter and on mobile. Thanks for listening.